Welcome back to the podcast, where we're talking about love and relationships and breakups, mm-hmm. other people's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and our own. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes if I'm going through something, like this podcast really helps me. And I'm not, I'm really not just saying that. Like, I've been, Same. I've been in my head lately, the past couple weeks, like just... <sighs> in my feels about stuff Mm -hmm. and feeling like oh gosh like I can't figure it out you know and I've been feeling really restless and then I'm like you know what all these people had failed relationships as well and they still are very cool interesting people on their own 100 percent it's been inspiring i'm now by the way (laughs) i'm not to start diving into my life and i'm kel and we're cousins Mm mm-hmm we're not the significant lovers. We talk about the significant lovers. Yes, don't. Because we're cousins. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Although we've done some cousin relationships. Oh, yes, Just yes, one. yes. Yeah. Will we have another someday? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. Albert Einstein. Yes. Guys, that's an amazing episode. Go it, listen that's to that our if least, you haven't listened to. Least listened I know, and to. I'm not even saying just saying this, Mel. That's one of my favorites. It actually is so, a very interesting story. Yeah, it's got <sighs> drama. It's got letters. Mm-hmm. I love whenever we get like actual written things from first person from the people. It's so it's like you're going in their heads. That you know? one's super intimate. It feels yeah. like a movie. So I highly recommend you guys check that out. I think out. the second least popular is the jane austen one <laughs> you guys think that these people are born yeah they're, they're not long dead yeah no no they, there was a part where jane austen was hung over mm-hmm. go hear it yeah albert <laughs> einstein premarital sex yep <laughs> <laughs> he was a little slut guy yeah it's really honestly there's like there's st- the stuff in those episodes are like more salacious yep than the modern day ones yes Check it out. Yeah. I beg of you. Premarital sex and cousin sex. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so that might I'm not saying I condone that. I'm just saying it's in the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this couple that we're covering today is iconic because mm. of the movie that they met on, which is Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. You know them from The Notebook. Yes. Noah and Allie. And that movie is just the epitome of romance. And I feel like Mm -hmm. because they dated in real life, people really love this couple together, wish that they were still together because of the movie. And so I didn't know anything about their actual relationship as real human beings separate from their characters. So I'm excited to dive into it. I'm excited too. All I really know is that MTV Movie Award show when they won Best Kiss oh. and they ran across the stage and she jumped up and mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Am I gonna get to watch that again? Yes, yay! You are. Uh, 
I didn't know, I don't even think I knew that they were dating though. I thought they just put on a great show. That's what I thought too. <laughs> yeah. And I also it made me so bitter because I always wish Kristen and Rob would do that. Like what the heck? Ryan and Rachel mm-hmm. did it. And they did Why it can't with you? ease, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they looked so confident, and it was so sexy. Yeah. And uh, She yes. Will Be Loved by Maroon 5 oh, is playing. Oh, that's cool. And you see Hilary Duff and Lindsay <laughs> Lohan in the audience. We'll talk. We'll get yeah. into it later. Well, because if anyone doesn't know, Robert Pants and Kristen Stewart won, like, five, four times, mm-hmm. and they never actually kissed. No. I mean, so the first time, he, like, they start... This is, I think, actually their best one. So yeah. I, is it okay if I talk about yeah, this yeah, for a yeah. second? Their first one, they, like, slowly edge closer, mm. and then she pulls away. I yeah. think that's the best one, because there's still, like, a lot of tension. And it's kind of like the bedroom scene, Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, year after year, they just keep not kissing. Yeah. The because sec- they're too awkward. Second one, they did this little bit where they're, like, bumping into each other. Yeah. And then he, like, grabbed her, and I thought maybe they kissed for, Is like, that when he goes, want to take you backstage? No, that's the oh, third okay. <laughs> And then the fourth time, he wasn't even there, and she, like, <sighs> pretended to make out with herself. <laughs> yeah, he kissed Taylor Lautner one yeah. time. It's just, like, it, uh, how easy, like, just... Yeah, so I would go on YouTube and watch the Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling one mm-hmm. and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one is, like, if you want to have butterflies, mm-hmm. watch that clip. Mm-hmm. Why... Yeah, the three words I would use to describe this couple are silly. Oh, cool. Romantic. And I couldn't really think of a third word. And I don't know if this makes sense, but I want to say inconvenient. Okay. Is the the vibe I got. I mean, I think I'm sure it applies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's like this is, I think, a case of when careers and relationships do not mesh. It happens uh, a lot to people. It does happen. And work gets in the way. Yeah. Definitely happens a lot for actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Kind of like La La Land. True. Which he's in. Yes. So that will come up too. Oh. Well, not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end I want to bring it back to that. Oh, okay. So, Ryan Gosling, who's this guy? He was reminding me of Robert Pattinson, actually, oh. a lot. Like, I felt like he was a Canadian Robert Pattinson. Um, he was born November 12th, 1980 in Cornwall, Ontario. Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Just like me. He's His dad is Thomas Ray Gosling. He was a traveling salesman for a paper mill, which meant... He moved around a lot. Oh, growing my. up. Check. Mm-hmm. We could have a drinking game for our <laughs> podcast. Like, drink every time someone moved around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when they were young. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his mom, Donna, was a secretary, and he has an older sister, Mandy, who's four years older than him. And I didn't know this, that he was raised very strictly Mormon. His family's oh. not Mormon now, but they were when he was young. And so, like, what? religion very heavily influenced every aspect of his life when he was growing up that's interesting they aren't anymore yeah i know wow um Mm. so but he was very rambunctious as a child he really (laughs) struggled with rules and authority and he got into a lot of fights Mm. i think as a kid his nickname was trouble (laughs) trouble this i thought was really odd and interesting he talked to gq magazine in like 2007 about 
his starting point in mm-hmm. like what got him into child acting and he said that he did a backup dance in his school talent show for a girl where he started dancing like very provocatively <laughs> on stage and it got him a lot of attention he said i go up on stage and start like dry humping the stage <laughs> he's seven this is like oh insane i'm grabbing stuff i'm licking my fingers i'm going to grown women and trying to grind their faces meanwhile i'm like what? seven you know i was born inherently filthy and then we won and we go out on the front page of the newspaper and because i was so young and what i was doing was so sexual people really liked it they really what? supported it and then because i won that i got on a tv show that was like star search my parents were like you have to come up with a real routine and honestly i said that's what i do it's my thing and they were like but it's disgusting you can't do that in my little mind i was giving the people what they wanted who are you as my parents to keep the people from getting their medicine my My filthy seven-year-old move i made up a routine routine that i didn't have the move in they locked me in the basement until I figured it out, and then they made me do it twice to make sure it wasn't an actual routine. Then I went on the show, and I did the move, and I won. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet as a little kid, he didn't really know what it meant. No, no. But that's so weird. Isn't it? And he talked yeah. about how, like, people were always, like, rewarding him for, like, oh acting, God. like, hypersexual, which is, like, that is a thing that, like, adults do, like, reward kids for, like, what they're not supposed to do because they think it's mm, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was always performing. He did an Elvis tribute act with his sister at weddings. And he even performed in the local ballet company as well. But despite having a really big personality, (laughs) he apparently really struggled at school and had no friends. And he had really bad grades. And he got tested for ADHD. He didn't end up taking any medicine or getting diagnosed. But his Hmm. mom pulled him out of school in fifth grade to homeschool him. And he spent... I think they went through all of the curriculum like very quickly and then mm. spent the rest of homeschooling just learning about topics that he really liked like dra- cool. drawing the Beatles, um, <gasps> and then a lot of like bible stuff too that's interesting mm-hmm. and then at age 12 he went to an open casting call in montreal for the mickey mouse club and was given a two-year contract to be on the show and he moved to orlando florida but wow. apparently he really wanted to do that move like <laughs> on the show the humping yes oh my god and they said no you can't do the move so he was very much on the sidelines because he refused to do much else oh my god so and he apparently he wasn't as talented as the other people on the show like britney spears justin timberlake christina aguilera so he wasn't featured as much and then in his second season his mom had to move back to canada for work and she actually lived in a trailer park and Justin Timberlake's mom became his legal guardian and took him in. What? And he would send all of his money back to his family. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. JT's mom? Yeah, they were really good friends. Wow. We also have Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Jessica Beale episode. Yep, yep. We talk about the Mickey Mouse Club mm-hmm. there. Go check it out. That Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta crazy. do a Britney Spears episode soon. We do, we should. So... Around this time, though, like, you know, Ryan was kind of providing for his family in a way, Mm -hmm. but he didn't really mind it. He told GQ, I hated being a kid. A lot of kids feel like they got forced into being a child actor, but I wanted it because I wanted to be an adult. Wow. It's kind of sad. That is sad. Mm -hmm. I hate to hear that. I know. Then around 15, he moved back to Canada after 
the show ended, and he had small parts in Canadian series like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, and was also a reoccurring role on the teen dramedy Breaker High for one season. And then at 17, he dropped out of high school and moved to New Zealand to star in a leading role of a show called Young Hercules, Hmm. uh, which was a kid's show. But he started to lose interest in it because I guess he cared too much about it and he didn't (laughs) want to care too much, which reminds me of Rob in a way. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, So then he said he wasn't going to do TV. He moved to L.A. He wanted to be a serious actor for movies. And he struggled at first because his background Mm. was mostly kids programming. Mm. But he started to take really dark roles to remove that stigma. He played a... Jewish neo-Nazi in the movie The Believer, and he played an aspiring teenage murderer in the movie Murder by Numbers, which on that movie he met Sandra Bullock, and they dated for like two years. Wow, wow, Uh, wow. And he played an imprisoned murderer in (laughs) the United States of Leland. So he's, you know, known now for these like dark roles. He really flipped it. Yeah, he really (laughs) did. Pretty easily. Wow. Um, Or not easily, but... And then some words that I would use to describe him would be kind of hipster, <laughs> rebellious. Uh, in his 20s, he was really into graffiti art and tagging stuff in L.A. Oh, um, my goodness, Ryan Gosling. He's been described as having a soothing demeanor, mm. goofy, intense yet laid back, <gasps> strong-willed yet oddly prepared to throw it all up in the air. Making me very attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Well, I already was. He is sexy. <laughs> he is. Hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> and then who's Miss Rachel McAdams? Well, she's a beauty. She is a beauty. Oh my gosh, incredibly talented. <laughs> she's what they call a uh, character actor, right? Mm. Where she transforms into the role. Yeah, I feel like she does. I think. Like, yeah. Regina George is no. so different from... Allie in the notebook or yeah. the time traveler's wife. Yeah. She really does transform. And She's great. She looks great with every single hair color, too. I know. She does. Every oh. single one. She Love her. Mm-hmm. Also a Scorpio. <gasps> that is interesting to anybody. Scorpio, Scorpio. Born November 17th, 1978. So she is actually... Let's see. I think I knew that. Two years. Interestingly, though, as I was doing this research... A lot of people, like, didn't really know how old Rachel McAdams was hmm. throughout, must, like, much of her career. Like, I saw things that said they were, he was 25, she was 29, and then I saw hmm. articles that said she's 30, and then other ones saying, we thought she was 30, but she's actually 28. Like, yeah. people couldn't pin... Same point. for Lana, actually. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Always different age. You would think yeah. when someone's famous, that's, like, common knowledge. I know. At least in the case of Lana, I don't know why when she first became famous, they said she was a year younger than she is. And then mm-hmm. then it seems like it was corrected or she started saying how old she actually was or I don't know. Yeah. I just had to pick one last yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's only, I think Rachel's only two years older than Ryan. But okay. for a while it seemed like she was four. Hmm. Maybe he caught up. Wow. <laughs> what the heck? So, yeah, she was born um, in London, Ontario. So they're both Canadian. Wow. They must bo- have bonded over that. Her dad was, uh, is named Lance. He was a truck driver. Her mom was a nurse, Sandra. 
and she has two younger siblings, Kayleen, who's four years younger than her, and a brother, Daniel. <gasps> Kayleen! Mm-hmm. That's what my sister Caitlin wanted to go by. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I forgot about that. But nobody that. called her that. You can't give yourself a nickname. <laughs> no. Never works out. Uh, you know what, though? She had a pretty normal childhood, didn't move around a lot. Okay, nice. And I feel like I get that from her. She mm-hmm. seems pretty down to earth it seems and yeah. normal in many ways yeah um she, but she did um have a very successful skating career as a young kid not a <gasps> career but she wow. did it competitively She's a figure skater mm-hmm. wow. from age four she won a lot of competitions and she was even at age nine given the chance to train professionally in toronto but she turned it down because i think she would have had to move wow and in the summer she would attend theater camp and she, like Ryan, hated school and would frequently pretend to be sick so that she wouldn't mm. have to go to school and she would stay home and watch soap operas. <laughs> and she loved the Oprah, Winf- Oprah Winfrey show. Oh, which we I love Oprah yeah. too. So I really relate to her. <laughs> she was very active. She played soccer, volleyball, badminton. Wow. And she was on the student council and she worked at McDonald's. So, so wholesome. Yeah, she had like a really mm. strong work ethic. Um, and unlike Regina George, mm-hmm. she was not popular, and apparently she was teased in high school because she didn't shave her legs. <laughs> she didn't know that, like, she was, not that people have to, but she didn't know, like, she was expected oh, to. that's so sweet. I know. She oh. was like, my mom never told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I, that is a struggle. I remember, like, having to tell my mom, like, I think I would like to shave my legs. I always wanted an older sister for that reason. I know. And I also had to say that about makeup. Because when you're young, you, like, don't have any money. Or, like, you have a little bit. But you need a ride to the store to buy makeup or whatever. And I remember being like, I kind of liked wearing makeup in the play. Could I wear it? Opposite. My mom (laughs) made me wear makeup. No way. My mom was like, you have to put some on. Really? Don't you care about what you look like? Yeah. I had to ask for everything. It was more the bra. Mm -hmm. That was the thing that was hard. That is hard. I don't remember, actually. I think I just blacked out about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My mom bought me some, but they were so uncomfortable that Mm -hmm. I only wore it once. And then, like, for the rest of (laughs) middle school, I just did a tank top underneath. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I feel like my first bra was, like, a little too big. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine was too small. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shaving my legs, though, I don't think my mom told me to do it either. I think... I just, like, found a razor and did it. Probably cut mm. my leg up, like, oh. really bad. Yeah. But I remember girls, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. And us being like, wait, wait. Are we supposed to do that? Like, yeah. what, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you don't, like... When you're a kid, you don't do it. And then a certain age, you just start doing yeah. it. And, yeah. And, like, you don't even care about having body yeah. hair. It's... Yeah. Body hair is so... I hate the pressure with it. I know. It's so annoying. Be free, girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Uh, so <laughs> then she originally planned to study cultural studies at the University of Western Ontario, but her drama teacher encouraged her to pursue drama at York University. So she went Ooh. to college, and unlike actual like other people we've covered, she did a full four years. Wow. She got her Bachelor's of Fine Arts degree <laughs> in acting. And while she was there, she did some film, too. She filmed an MTV pilot for a show called Shotgun Love Dolls. Mm. And right after graduating, she made her Canadian film debut in a movie called My Name is Tonino, 
which mm. films in Italy, and she took her first, like, uh, international, or just, like, flight in general. I think she had been on wow. a flight once before that was, like, a half hour. But she took her first real flight to Italy all by herself. I'm so happy for her. Mm-hmm, 22 <laughs> years old. And then shortly after college, she landed the role in the film The Hot Chick. Oh, my God. So that's, like, her big. That was... Me and my sisters, we loved that movie when mm, we were little. Yeah. <laughs> and wow, that was early in her career. Really early. Yeah. Wow. I feel like that is such a less taken path, but, like, the actors who, like, go to school for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, kind of like Joe Alwyn. They yeah. do have, it sometimes seems like really quick success after mm. graduating. Mm-hmm. Paul so Mescal did that, too. Yeah. But we do hear on this show i feel like there's been so many people that do like one year mm-hmm. and they drop out remember brad pitt dropped out like right at the end yeah i think he had like three weeks left or something that's insane that's oh, stupid i know just finish <laughs> just finish like you don't know what's i mean he's happen. brad pitt so yeah. it worked out but it's crazy but um she's been described or i would describe her too as um being reclusive oh silly cute regimented mm. hardworking, organized mm. and strong-willed and i have to say like i saw an anecdote about how when she was up and coming like you know or really like hot in her career like you know after the notebook yeah. after mean girls she was given the opportunity to be on the cover of vanity fair photographed by annie Leibowitz, which is oh, yeah. a huge deal and she was supposed to pose with Scarlett Johansson and Kira Knightley, mm. but they would have had to pose topless, and she agreed to do it. And then she walked into the photo shoot and decided that she didn't really want to anymore, and wow, she just left. Like wow. I feel like that takes a really strong person, yeah, to change their mind like that and be comfortable saying like, actually, I'm not comfortable. Yeah, and just leave. Mm-hmm. That is really strong-willed, especially in Hollywood too. Like, yeah, that's a huge deal to be on the cover of yeah. Vanity Fair. Like, but she good for her, and like. If she did it, like, that'd be, that would have been cool, but, like, she just didn't want to do anything she yeah. wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. <gasps> Good for her. Yeah. I've seen videos of her lately, too, and, I mean, to each their own, like, I think whatever you want to do in Hollywood, it's fine, but, like, it seems yeah. like she's really, like, aging gracefully, and mm. I feel weird saying that. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't seem like she has a lot of, like, Botox or anything, uh-huh. and, like, I mean, yeah. maybe she does, but. Well, it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should feel, like, there's anything wrong with just being yourself mm-hmm. you know you don't yeah, have to exactly. change anything and we all get older yeah so it is nice to see that yeah it's refreshing for yeah. us regular people and yeah she just seems very authentic and oh she's such a great actress she seems like so good mm-hmm. i'm sure she has like some wild streaks once in a while in her life but it's interesting because ryan gosling seems like kind of a bad boy so this is an interesting I mean, I don't think he's, like, Johnny Depp or something, but... Yeah, um, kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> Spray painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they both share, like, real serious work ethic, though, at least with acting. Like, I think cool. they both really dive mm. fully into their roles and are both super talented. And was that their downfall? I think it might have been. <gasps> I mean, we don't know. Like, let's... let's Yeah, let's hear the story. Let's walk through it together yeah. and then decide. <laughs> so, The Notebook. This is, you know... Nicholas Sparks. Whew, such a romantic mm-hmm. film. I remember I watching it. I have to rewatch it. it. Yeah. 
I haven't seen it in a number. I've watched like a few clips to mm-hmm. prepare. Oh, sure. I waited for you for seven years, <laughs> yeah. and now it's too late. I wrote you 365 letters. I always quote, it wasn't over, it's still not over. Uh, <laughs> the passion in that scene. Is- but I quote that about like the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think people love that movie because like it's such a fantasy. Your yeah. young love, like being able to endure your whole life. And th- the idea of like lost yes. love too is big yes, for people. That you never stopped caring mm-hmm. about them. I think it's definitely the best Nicholas Sparks movie. Me too. Yeah. What would you say a second? I mean, I haven't seen them all, yeah, so I don't know if either. I can say. I don't know. Maybe a walk to remember? <laughs> yeah, I think that Kinda was cheesy, good. But Sad. They all, like, have some, like, dying <laughs> thing. I mean, I guess in this one, not really, but. Because they're older. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the other thing that I that always makes me think about this movie is just the idea that like you can have a love that sticks with you even years later like mm-hmm. you know when you have a friend you're like you broke up a year ago get over it it's yeah like, hey, some people still think about that yeah that love from like years ago you know 20 years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even the mom in that movie she like drives to the oh. junkyard with Allie and she's like look at that oh. man like now yeah. I want to rewatch it. Yeah, I kinda, oh my god, I want to watch it too. I do feel like in real life, though, they wouldn't get back together. I know that's the thing, which I don't think is like I don't know. It's kind of sad because her fiance James Marsden was such a nice guy. He was like you know? he. There wasn't anything wrong with him. Yeah, and he was also really handsome. Yeah, I kind of feel like if I were her, I, I would be like tortured about it, but I might have just stayed with him. I know. I I mean, it's like... Because they were only together for like a summer. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. And then she left and... Now we're just talking about the movie. (laughs) No, I think the movie is such a big part of like their relationship. Like it's why people are obsessed with it. Well, they really had amazing chemistry. They did. Sometimes like you see a movie or a show, sometimes people have it and sometimes they don't. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're dating in real life, but Mm -hmm. some people are really good at the romance. Yeah, and they had it. Yep. And I just want to talk about the history of the movie for a little bit. So yeah, obviously I'd like to it's hear it. based on a book by Nicholas Sparks, which came out in 1996. And two years later, the film rights were purchased by New Line Cinema. And actually, originally, mm. Steven Spielberg was interested in filming it with Tom Cruise playing Noah. Oh, wow. That's different. <laughs> Would have been really different. Yeah. Can you guys picture that? The Notebook? Yeah. Starring Tom Cruise? I can picture it. I can, but like yeah, him building the house yeah. and I don't yeah. know. I know. <laughs> it wasn't over. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's not as like, like, and Ryan Gosling in that movie, like he bulks up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, <laughs> but Steven Spielberg backed out for other reasons and it went through several directors until it ended up with Nick Cassavetes. Mm. Originally, or allegedly, George Clooney was then gonna play young Noah. What? I feel like was he even young enough to do I don't that know. back then? <laughs> and Paul Newman was gonna play older Noah, but George thought that Paul didn't look enough like him. Wow. So that didn't happen. And for casting, they had considered a few people. I guess Cassavetes wanted someone who was not handsome, not or not too handsome, 
which hmm. drew him to Ryan. But I think Ryan is very handsome. Yeah, he is. But I think the fact that he had played these darker roles had an appeal because yeah, there is something kind of dark about Noah. Mm-hmm. And Cassavetti said, I just thought he was weird enough, sorry Ryan, that he could just take one look at someone and believe that he would know that that was the person for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few other people were considered, including Kevin Zagers, Damien okay. and Gossip Girl. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, he must have been young. Probably. Or maybe he just looks young, so I yeah. feel like he was young on Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a hot guy. Yeah, he is hot. <laughs> also, Henry Cavill. Okay, he's also a hot Doesn't guy. Doesn't feel like he's been considered <laughs> yeah. for everything? He's yeah. always in the running. <laughs> he doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, James Martison was considered. Oh, then he got the secondary mm-hmm. yeah. guy. So, he's still got a pretty good role. That's a good-looking man we're right. talking about. Right I know. Now. These are all very handsome guys. Yeah. Whew. But maybe for a male director, it's harder to know, like, what is... Mm. too handsome you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so to get into character Ryan moved to Charleston South Carolina for two months he rode on the Ashley River and made furniture himself what the heck that is so Robert Pattinson isn't it getting into the role he really immersed himself uh did someone pay for his lodging there he just do that on his own I don't know (laughs) he must have had some money yeah that's true but so wow. after they had cast the role of Noah, they had to find their perfect alley. And I guess they had brought in 10 really big actresses. And a mm-hmm. lot of them read with Ryan. Some of them were Jessica Biel. Wow. Again, check out our Jessica Biel <laughs> episode. Um, Ashley Judd. Oh. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. I can really, I can see that. yeah, I can yeah. really picture that. Yeah. And apparently, supposedly, but it's been debated britney spears really Mm -hmm. wow fellow mickey mouse clubber yeah and even though i think rachel did have success with the hot chick she um ended up being a last minute audition and cassavetes didn't even know who she was so this Mm. is like the movie came out the same year as mean girls which she had filmed right before the notebook but like no one knew of yeah yeah, girls yet so and the hot chick she does play, like, a main character, but you don't see her that much. Yeah. It's more about, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Rob Schneider? Yeah, Rob yeah. Schneider. It's more about Rob Schneider than her, but she, yeah. Mm. It's not really like Freaky Friday where it's even yeah, between the two that makes body sense. swaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah so N- Nick Cassavetes didn't know who she was. Yeah. Um, and apparently she was the only actress who, when they went in for the audition, she didn't want to, like, talk about it before. Like, she mm. just went into the scene. Oh. And they were all blown away, especially by her chemistry with Ryan. <gasps> and she got the part. Whoa. So Reese Witherspoon didn't get the part? No. Nope. <gasps> See, Passed. guys, everybody gets rejected sometimes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And for big names like Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I can't picture Jessica Biel in the film. I know. Would have been different. <laughs> Jessica Biel and Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder if it would still be such a classic. I know. You'd no way to know, you know. So, despite their chemistry, Nick Cassavetes told VH1 in 2014 that they didn't get along on set. Oh. And this is, everybody says they were enemies to lovers. And wow. there's only really been, like, a few remarks that indicate that. So mm. I don't know if it's super 
like blown up because it <laughs> is such a clickbait yeah headline like they hated each other mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know this is what's been they said. didn't get along Nick said, they were really not getting along one day on set. Really not. Ryan came to me, and there's 150 people standing in the big scene, and he says, Nick, come here. He's doing a scene with Rachel, and he says, would you take her out here and bring in another actress to read off camera with me? I said, what? He (gasps) says, I can't. I can't do it with her. I'm just not getting anything from this. What? Well, that's just one day. Exactly. Maybe they... Okay, because if they, I don't know if they were dating yet or if anything had happened yet, but then you can have a conflict, you yeah, know? I don't think they were dating, okay. but maybe they were attracted to each other mm. and that led to tension. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. that can make you annoyed with somebody. Yes, definitely. How much you want to fuck them. Yeah, but <laughs> and like if you're really, if she was really into him and then he like hit on someone else or something, I could see being like annoyed yeah, with him. that's you know? so true. Like, oh, you're such a pig. I just made that up. But. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> so true. Yeah, that, you know, sexual frustration. Mm-hmm. That can really yeah. make you angry. Yeah. Uh, Nick also said, we went into a room with a producer. They started screaming and yelling at each other. <gasps> I walked out. The director further revealed that they emerged from the fiery encounter and they announced, all right, let's do this, allowing the rest of production to be smooth sailing. Hmm. Sounds like maybe they also were just arguing about artistic differences mm. of like how they wanted to <laughs> portray and they were both really into it mm-hmm. wow i want to know what the argument was i know ryan later said about working with rachel we inspired the worst in each other it was a strange experience making a love story and not getting along with your co-star in any way in any way <laughs> yeah in, in any way and she said we weren't throwing vases at each other so it wasn't loathing but our relationship was not what you saw on the screen i would say that we were both well professional and then they mm-hmm. dated yeah i'm having trouble believing this now but they weren't dating during the filming they weren't okay. even dating when the movie came out what they didn't date for a while but i did want to show you a clip from when they were promoting it and like we can analyze okay their chemistry let me see Something I've never asked about, um, wh- and, and it's, this movie's not that steamy, but it's but there's a real affection that develops obviously on screen between the two of you. But you don't know each other when you begin a movie, right? And yet yeah. you're going to have to do love scenes together. Yeah. So how do you get to know one another? Well, you just you know you have love scenes in your private time. <laughs> That's not true. No, no, no. 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 Uh, but how do you? I mean, it's because it's because it's sort of a. Uh, it makes you sort of un- mildly uncomfortable, I would think. But how do you? How are we going to do this? Do you sit down and have a conversation about it? Sometimes, yeah. Most of the time, we we would have a conversation. How are you going to do this? How am I going to do that? Or well, sort of. What's your sign? Or, <laughs> or you know, how about color? the Knicks? I mean, what do you, what do, you do? What did we do? I don't know. I think I was more nervous about it than she was. She was kind of, uh, you were really comfortable. I was, co- I mean, was I, me I sort of, yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I, I knew he was going to be a gent. I mean, I was pretty sure he was going to be a gentleman. And, and uh, <laughs> you never know. But <laughs> uh, what, what would not being a gentleman be? He asked, being a little bit more aggressive in the scene than you'd anticipated. Oh, I, 
I don't know. I think I think you sort of have to jump in before you can jump out. Mm. So you know, we did we did the first scene, and we sort of said, you know, anything you're sort of worried about, anything you want to talk about, and we we. I think we were both sort of on the same page instinctively and... I think what was interesting also about the way that we did the film is that we shot the last part first and then we did the first part last so we had an opportunity uh, to sort of really connect and get to know each other. Not a lot. Yeah, yeah, not a lot but it's very awkward. Yeah, yeah. They seem pretty nervous. They did. I mean, maybe just being on TV and talking about it but... Yeah. I don't like... They definitely don't seem like they're dating there. Yeah. It's like, whoo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like the interviewer was a bit flustered too. Like, mm. he would ask a question and then they didn't answer right away. Yeah. And then he starts adding to the question nervously. He does. Maybe I'm reading too much into it though. I think Ryan seemed attracted to Rachel because he was like kind of tapping on her chair. Mm. And like, mm. what do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, Is yeah. touching someone else's chair? <laughs> A sign? <laughs> a sign? Like putting your finger I in the pocket? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it's it's contact. It suggests a little yeah. bit of yeah. <laughs> intimacy. He's meeting her halfway. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, they were not dating there. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And later, they had reconnected in 2005, so the movie came out in 2004. What? So this is about this is crazy. two years after filming. Ryan told E! News, I don't know what happened. Two years later, I saw her in New York, and we started getting we started getting the idea that maybe we were wrong about each other. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. They made their debut on June 4th, 2005, my <gasps> ninth birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> At the uh, MTV Movie Awards, where they walked on the red carpet, and then this is the famous kiss. Let's Let look see. at it. Wow. Cute. If that doesn't just make you believe in love. <laughs> she takes her jacket off. Oh. He he like gives like a little finger of like come here. Yeah, and then he jumps up and down like to prepare. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like he grabs her hair so and at then at the end he kisses her forehead or yeah. kisses her head. And he's like holding her around his waist. Mm-hmm. He says, <gasps> It was my pleasure. <sighs> so romantic. I love it. Like, <laughs> this crowd was screaming. Oh, yeah. I feel like I would be too. They like, look so oh confident. How yeah. did, like I would be so nervous mm. doing something like that. They seem so cool. I know. They did. Both beautiful. Oh. I wonder if they still have those trophies. I wonder. That one, oh, it makes me sad they're not together anymore. I know. That's killing me. I know. Just watching that. So... 
Then they even went to the Teen Choice Awards that year where they also won Best Kiss and they kissed again. Not on stage, I think, but on okay. the red carpet. Wow. Maybe they I didn't kissed. Know the Teen Choice Awards had that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> um, they're photographed in December <laughs> in Soho, New York on cool. December 20th where she has her hand wrapped around his arm while wow. she's on her phone. So, like, yeah, they're together. <gasps> wow. They're dating. That's so crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, years later. Then in February, they attended the 76th Annual Academy Awards together, and he's photographed giving her a kiss, which is really interesting because... Oh, that's cute. He's not as affectionate anymore. Like, he's been with Eva Mendes for years. They have kids Mm. together, and they really hardly make appearances anymore. So he's a lot more private today. And then in August of 2006, he's profiled in W Magazine, and by um, Marshall Heyman, and Marshall Heyman writes, Gosling <laughs> insists he had no idea they would become an item while they were filming. We were together long before we were physically together, he says. All I knew hmm. is that she was a force to be reckoned with. How I was going to reckon with it, I had no idea. She was not someone you can ever dismiss or put into c- any category. She's many things. <sighs> That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when asked if their relationship was anything like the notebook, he said, yeah, every time I come home, Rachel screams, why didn't you write me? Gosling jokes, citing a particularly wrenching scene from the tearjerker. <laughs> every morning I put arrows outside her bedroom and I build her a house every week. Still, he won't comment on engagement or marriage rumors. Ask her, he says, that when I suggest we call her to do just that, he quickly changes the subject to his reading habits. <laughs> Interesting. They always got to ask about that. I know. He talks about her a lot more than she talks about him in mm. interviews or back in the day. She's private. She is. She really <laughs> is. She's about the work, you know. So then they attended the 13th Annual SAG Awards and the Critics' Choice Awards that year in 2007. And they were extremely affectionate on the red carpet. Like, once again, he's kissing her head a lot. Oh, His signature. And she has... Very couple Blonde hair with pink streaks. Cool. And she can do any hairstyle. She can. It's crazy. So lucky. So then in uh, February 2007, Ryan is profiled by The Observer magazine, and it's revealed that him and Rachel have actually been long distance Hmm. most of their relationship. He lives in L.A., and she lives in Toronto. What? But I think they both spend a lot of time in both places. Hmm. Uh, That same month, Ryan is nominated for Best Actor at the Academy Awards for the first time for his film Half Nelson. He was nominated for Best Actor, and he attends the Academy Awards... And walks the red carpet with his mom and his sister. Rachel's not there. That's a bad sign. Yeah. You're in a relationship? Yeah. To not go with your man to the Oscars? That's true. I mean, his first time being nominated, Mm -hmm. that's huge. Normally I would say, like, oh, well, you don't know. She could have something going on, but... That's a big deal, though. I mean, she might have... I did try to see, like, is she filming something? Uh, a month later, it's March, and she's do- he's doing press for his new film, The Fracture, and he was asked about Rachel, and he said, she's kind, she inspired me to do so much, she's the most discerning person I've ever met, she'll read a script a hundred times, she's relentless, relentless, and she looks stunning. 
Hmm. So it seems like they're still together. And then in April, Rachel is profiled in Elle magazine and is asked about Ryan's selection of acting roles. And she says, he's very brave. I don't think he sees the point unless he can find out what he's made of every time. Hmm. Meanwhile, Ryan attends the premiere of his film, The Fracture, and once again, Rachel does not join him. Hmm. So there's more speculation that they're not together. And when asked where she is, he says, she's working. We go back and forth. That's just the way it is right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then a few days later, Ryan attends another screening for the film and again goes with his sister and his mom. And people ask, like, (laughs) where's Rachel? And he's even asked if there's any truth to the breakup rumors. And he says, no idea, no comment. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just want to say, this reminds me... Whenever I go to a family party without mm. my boyfriend, aunts and uncles, I love you guys, but everyone's like, where's your boyfriend? Yeah. Where's your boyfriend? And I feel like they're being skeptical or something, yeah. but it's tough because we both live in New York, and so when we're home, like, he has to see his family, so when I'm with my family, he's with his family, and so blah, 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 but I've never been at a red carpet or whatever, so I can't imagine what that's like. But I can picture people just being like, where's your girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. Where's your girlfriend? That must be so annoying. And if <laughs> and you're already I'm, having trouble, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they must, like, the fact yeah. that he's had no idea. Actually, remember remember when I got dumped, like, right before Christmas? Everybody yeah. was asking me, like, where's your boyfriend? And I, I had to say, I was like, I just got dumped. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, but people were really nice to me yeah <laughs> no people are like when you say you just got broken up with yeah. people are like oh yeah like, they really are yeah. very caring and they're like how cool how you're such a nice what girl if said that on the red carpet <laughs> yeah i would i wonder i bet that's happened at least once but i've never heard of it i wonder if there's ever been a celebrity where they ask where is so-and-so and they're like they're fighting back tears we just got we i just got done yeah we just broke up yeah that's so hard yeah they have to act like everything's <sighs> fine i do think it's a telltale sign though if there's been multiple high profile yeah. events yeah and the partner is not there even if they are together it's just okay that's sad yeah you know? yeah like, hmm, okay <laughs> so meanwhile a source tells people magazine Ryan is really controlling. He has been directing her life, including her career choices, what? and that can get old. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it either. Damn. So, meanwhile, there are tabloid reports that they aren't broken up, but that they are taking a break. And oh, that no. Ryan wants distance so that he can focus on his sig- sizzling career, and that Rachel is not taking it well. Another source says that Ryan is in love with her, but it didn't work out because of their conflicting schedules. I would not be okay with it either. No, me neither. <laughs> Who wants to hear, I need a break? A break is a breakup. Yeah, a bre- <laughs> agreed. A break is a breakup. I mean, yeah, you could get back together, but it's still a breakup. Yeah. You know? If you're on a break, you're free to do whatever you want, I think. That, that's <laughs> the timeless debate yeah. from friends. They were on a break. <laughs> no. We were on a break. I think a break is a way to cushion the blow. Yeah. So you're not, like, catastrophizing the idea. Because it is painful. Like, it's like a death, the end of a relationship. It is. It really is. I feel like whoever initiates a break, though, they are just too afraid to end it. Mm -hmm. But they want to, deep down. Yeah. You know, or, maybe or they, they want to have their cake and eat it too. Exactly. They want to leave the door open mm-hmm. for maybe, but 
And it may be like sometimes a break is good and it yeah. is needed, but you cannot go into a break thinking that like it's a break. It's yeah. not a timeout. Like it is, it is a breakup. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about this. Because like, it's just not, it's not fair. I think it's cruel to tell someone like i'm not gonna talk to you or like yeah, that's just I, not I agree. that's just not how you treat your significant other and to give them you know? hope that yeah we will because i think it would be really hard to move on if you're in a break with someone because you're like oh yeah i'm gonna get back together with them mm-hmm. in a month from now so mm-hmm. yeah maybe it gives you time to get used to the idea of living without them too i don't know that's true they definitely happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. They do. Even though people have debated this for so long, they still happen. So then May, Ryan goes on a boys trip to Miami with a boys guy. trip. <laughs> yeah, with a guy named Zach Shields. I think that's a telltale sign. Oh the, yeah, that's breakup. breakup. That's not good. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. So this guy Zach, he is one of Ryan's good friends at the time. He's actually the bo- then boyfriend of Rachel's sister, Kayleen. What? Kayleen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's even seen traveling with Zach and Kayleen, Rachel's sister, at times. All right, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It's later revealed that Ryan and Zach have secretly formed a band, and they huh. even go to Israel that summer to record music together. But meanwhile, Rachel is back in Toronto prepping mm. for the time traveler's wife. So. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's so hard. Yeah. All this is going on is just prep for a movie. I mean, mm. yeah, it's exciting, but I feel like that would be hard. I know, yeah. At least, like, it would distract you, but I guess, like, you're still in Toronto, too. Like, that's yeah. probably has memories with him there. Yeah. So then Ryan and Rachel both attend the Toronto Film Festival in September, but they go for their respective movies. I don't even know if they cross paths with each other. <gasps> Rachel was there for her film Married Life. Ryan was there for Lars and the Real Girl. Mm. And they don't walk the red carpets together. Oh, God. But maybe they are together. Ryan apparently takes home a mannequin from the event, which, like, I think there's a mannequin in his movie. And he tells a reporter, a reporter asks what Rachel thinks about it, and he says she's not happy about it. Hmm. So. Hmm. But then in October, Ryan is profiled in GQ magazine for an article called The Loner by Alex Papademas, which I was like, why is that familiar? He interviewed us <gasps> and Forks, this no guy. Way. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I remember that. Yeah, we've met this guy, and he interviewed us. Good on you for remembering that. I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I was like, this seems yeah. really, really familiar. Yeah, we got interviewed for another by Twilight. Mm-hmm. We had to have masks on. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. He was really hungry. His stomach was oh, growling. Yeah. He's, a, he's a really nice guy. He was. He was That's handsome. That's so cool. He's a legit journalist. Mm-hmm. All right, so what did he say? So, well, first I thought it was funny. Like, the interview takes place in a coffee shop, and the waitress already knows that Ryan wants meatloaf before he's ordered it. What? (laughs) He's been staying in an apartment in L.A. nearby where he's doing experiments, but declines to elaborate. Okay. (laughs) So they're painting this picture. (laughs) That could mean anything. I know. They're painting this picture of this, like, kind of wacky dude. And on the notebook, he says, I mean, God bless the notebook. It introduced me to one of the great loves of my life. Hmm. But people do Rachel and me a disservice by assuming we were anything like the people in that movie. Rachel hmm. in my love story is a hell of a lot more romantic than that. Oh, so that's nice. 
he's really gushing about her. And then Alex reveals that Ryan and Rachel have broken up a few months before. <gasps> and Ryan apparently says that it had nothing to do with the media attention. It didn't have anything to do with people's uh, obsession with them. And I think <laughs> he even says it didn't have anything to do with conflicting schedules. But he isn't sure what else to say. And then he says, the only thing I remember is we both went down swinging and we called it a draw. Mm. And he adds, women are mad at me. A girl came up to me on the street and she almost smacked me. Like, how could you? How could you let a girl like that go? I feel like I want to give people big hugs. They seem so sad. Rachel and I should be the ones getting hugs. Instead, we're consoling everybody else. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I appreciate the honesty saying it wasn't because of conflicting schedules or the press. Or I know. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe they just had personality differences. Mm -hmm. And then in December, it's rumored that Ryan is maybe seeing Michelle Williams, who had recently gone through a breakup oh. with Heath Ledger. And him and Michelle were spotted in Greenwich Village together in New York. And then weren't they in that movie Blue Valentine together? <gasps> they were! I yeah. forgot about that. But I don't remember when that was. I think huh. that was later. Yeah, I think that was later. Hmm. That's like 2012 or something. Hmm. That's so true. Interessant. So then it's... 2008 and the press starts referring Twilight. to Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it. I'm happy you said it. The press starts referring to Ryan and Rachel as friendly exes because Rachel oh. attends Ryan's DJ debut because he starts DJing every week in LA at some club. Oh, wow. The Green Door Lounge in Hollywood. That's nice of her. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to do that. Yeah, it seems like they're getting along. Like, she arrives. Uh, he arrives at 9 p.m., and she arrives a little bit later and showing her support. And then they talked while when he was away from the DJ stand, says a friend. They looked like good pals. He seemed happy to see her. Wow. But I think it's because they're getting back together. Because then a <gasps> month later, they're photographed in Toronto having breakfast and engaging in a lot of PDA where she's sitting on his lap. What? They're kissing. I'm and shocked. Smiling. Yeah. I thought this was over. It's not over. <laughs> it's never <laughs> over. <laughs> Still isn't over. Yeah. So Let me like, see. Here are the pictures. <gasps> oh. God. She's reaching around the back of his head and kissing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. <gasps> and this picture, he's kissing her cheek. She, is she sitting on his lap? Yep. <gasps> Oh, it's so cute. Oh, she's laughing. She has her arm around him, sitting on his lap still. Wow. They're gazing into each other's eyes. It's so cute. Really kissing. Like, they seem really in love. But I know it doesn't last forever. I know. And then a source tells Us Weekly they've been talking a lot. Their friends are quite pleased that they're getting back together and are trying to give them space. Mm. but then i hate to tell you guys by november it's believed that they are broken up again a source birthdays oh that's so true that's so true i wonder why a source tells just jared that rachel is too controlling this is the second wait now she's too controlling yes but he was too controlling before that's all we heard before (laughs) and that they broke up (laughs) they broke up the first time because of their busy schedules and that's the problem again they're both too controlling. Yeah. And so I want to, you know, ask you guys, like, have you ever been called controlling before? Like, what does controlling mean? 
Yes. You know? You have? Yes. Who called you controlling? My family. Oh, really? Many times. Yeah, I sometimes think people call me controlling. (laughs) But, like, here's the thing, though, with... (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, sometimes I feel like, like, I don't know if he's too controlling or if she is, but I feel like sometimes you have to be when, like, you need to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she's, yeah. like, controlling in the sense it's like, okay, we're planning a trip. Like, we need to plan our trip. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Or It's really only a problem when two people are controlling, mm-hmm. I think. Well, maybe that sounds bad because I don't think anyone should be too controlling, but... Some I think more laid back people kind of appreciate it sometimes. Mm. But when two people are controlling, I feel like you can really butt heads. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe that was an issue. If yeah. they both have been labeled controlling. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they couldn't decide on even simple things like <laughs> where they want to go on vacation yeah. or like it seems mm-hmm. like they both are strong willed. Maybe yep. didn't want to compromise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think, like... When have you been called that? I think, like, I've been called, like, bossy before. Oh, really? And... By who? I don't even know. Like, I guess, like, mm. maybe by friends. M- yeah, maybe also my family. Like, if I have things that I feel like need to get done, like, I'll, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. get them done. But... Mm-hmm. I appreciate Sometimes that. Sometimes you need that, though. Yeah. Like, you need yeah. someone who's, like, whipping people into... Yeah. <laughs> whipping people into shade. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, get on your feet. Like, let's... Like, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Time to move on. Like, let's... Yeah. I guess sometimes in relationships, people can be controlling and that they hold their partner back Mm. from the rest of their life where like maybe they they limit their partner going out with friends or like that, that I think is where it can get like really unhealthy and not saying that this happened with them, but yeah. But yeah, there's different, like there's different realms of being controlling. Like you could, there is the really bad one where it's like, no, you can't hang out with your friends. Yeah. That's really bad. But then there could be just like, her saying, oh, I thought we were going to go to exactly. this family party or something. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want to do this. And then it's like, well, this is important to me. And then, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then that word controlling is yeah. like weaponized against yeah. oftentimes the woman because it's yeah. like, oh, like you're being possessive. You're holding me yeah. back. But it's like, sh- you're just trying to like, she's just trying to have a standard yeah. for you to live up to where it's like in this relationship, like, at times, you need to be, like, if you say yeah. you're going to be here, you have to be here. And maybe it's just not a match. Mm-hmm. Because if if he doesn't want to do those things, then yeah, exactly. maybe it just doesn't work out. Yeah, but if you have yeah. to, like, feel the need to control somebody in order to do what you want to yeah. do with them. Like, yeah. you need, you know what, like, guys, you need somebody <laughs> who's going to just be there. Like, yeah. you don't have to control them. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell them what to do. You definitely do need to compromise some in relationships, mm-hmm. though. And you do need to pick. It's such a such a balancing yeah, act. Yin, it really is. Yin-yang, you know, balance is the key. It's hard. So <laughs> I feel like so many things I'm like, this is true, but also exactly. this. It's so hard. <laughs> I know. Guys, like, what are we doing? I know. Nobody knows. I know. But, like, yeah, I do feel like I hate that word controlling, though. Because mm. it's so negative. Yeah. But we weren't there like we don't know but yeah, it mm. sounds like two very strong-willed people mm. who aren't willing to compromise with each other mm-hmm. 
I do wonder. I mean, I usually don't believe in astrology, but are Scorpios controlling? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. And then (laughs) the other thing about conflicting schedules is, like, Mm. I know, like, he had said, like, it wasn't, but, uh, you know, it's sad to me. Like, if you're truly in love with someone, a schedule. I know. I hate when just outside forces like that cause relationships to end that kills it's me such an unromantic I know. thing like just work too, yeah blah so busy but you know what i know they are movie stars so their work is True. different and they were both like just rising stars and yeah how do you pass up a movie at that time just because like oh i'm not gonna be able to see my boyfriend for months yeah. if i take this role and I feel like everyone around them is probably telling them to prioritize the role. I don't think anyone would say, like, no, 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 you should stay home with Brian or stay home with Rachel, you know? Yeah, well, actually, that brings up a good point because there was a blind item in 2009, <gasps> which people believe is about their relationship. And it says, four years ago, this couple was a hot item in Hollywood. Everyone was crossing their fingers that this relationship would last. Their chemistry, the chemistry between the two were undeniable, and the popularity of the couple was pretty big. Mm. Why, oh, why didn't they last? For whatever reason, the agent of the female persuaded her to call it quits. <gasps> Sounds like a modern-day Jane Austen novel. The female oh. listened reluctantly, and now the damage is done. We hear she wish- wishes with all her heart that things were different. <gasps> That is so Jane Austen. Mm. So persuasion. But yeah, like, I guess, like, if she is getting all these big parts, but then Mm. she's like, oh, but Ryan, like, yeah, you know, yeah, the relationship is falling apart. I could see the agent being like, snap out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I, I think maybe in the past, a woman would be encouraged by her friends and family to step down from her career. But I feel like today... No, it would seem uh, weak or something to kind of give up your career for your relationship. I don't really know what the right thing is. Like, I wish it could be a perfect balance, but... I know. I don't know. And they're both young. Like, they're kind of our age at this time, but they feel younger for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we are young. Yeah. But, like, they both, like, would later go on to be with, you know, partners who they then have spent many years with and had Mm -hmm. kids with and it seems like they both found like their person and maybe this was the relationship that gave them the experience to lead to that which yeah everybody you know most people have that kind of relationship Mm -hmm. but it just seems like at this time like this was not a relationship that was like meant to be their forever person Hmm. so you know if it was meant to be Maybe the conflicting schedules wouldn't have been yeah. as conflicting. But in December of 2008, so I'm going back a little bit. Okay. Um, a source close to the couple says, Ryan is still close to the McAdams family, and he still speaks to Rachel, but they are both openly single. He still loves Rachel, and Rachel still loves him, hmm. but the timing is off, and they can't make each other happy right now. And at Aww. this time, Rachel is busy filming a movie in London while Ryan is still doing his weekly DJ gig in L.A. I could see if you're Rachel, you're like, 
you can't come to London with me because you're DJing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Is this really your passion? I thought acting was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So... Then, a month later, it's reported that Rachel was seen kissing her co-star from The Time Traveler's wife, Josh Lucas, who she then went on to date for a few months in 2009. Oh, I didn't know that. And that's it. Like, it doesn't seem like they ever get back together again. In 2011, he gets with Eva Mendes, who he's still been with all these years later. Wow. Has two kids with. I would love to cover them someday. Mm. They seem like a beautiful couple. And, um, but a little bit later in 2016, Rachel McAdams is promoting, um, the most recent Dr. Strange movie. And apparently there were rumors at one point that Ryan was going to be considered the lead role in Mm. that franchise. And she was asked about this and asked if she would have any hesitations working with him given their history together. (gasps) So, like, presumptuous. Yeah. (laughs) Ask that. And she responded, no, not at all. I'd love to work with Ryan again. I didn't know that. Benedict was signed on when it came across my plate. So he's the only Doctor Strange I've known of. Hmm. So very, like, professional answer. But it seems like there's no bad blood. That's good. And at this point, Rachel was now dating Jamie Linden, who is now her long-term partner, and she has two kids with now. So Wow. Things seem good. Also in 2016, they both go to the Oscars. Uh, Rachel was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and Ryan was for her movie uh, Spotlight. And Ryan was oh, there yeah. because his film The Big Short was nominated mm-hmm. for Best Picture. Wow! And they sat only a few tables away, but there's no evidence that they interacted inside. Mm. Today, they both have two kids. They both are in happy relationships. It oh. seems. Um, yeah, I get the sense that they really did love each other. Like, they've said it, but that they were maybe too busy and just didn't... just didn't work out. Yeah. Wow. It happens. But I really wondered, going back to La La Land, if when Ryan was filming that movie, if it reminded him of Rachel. Yeah. I would think. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like she could have been in that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she sings, but... Yeah, I mean, because that movie's about, like, two people who are in love, but they both have such ambition that kind of tears them apart. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, oh, my God, spoiler, they see each other again, and then it, like, flashes through, like, yeah. what could have been with them. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart. It really seems like that's similar yeah. to his relationship with Rachel. Yeah. I wonder if he thought about her. He must have drawn on that experience yeah. a little bit. He must have. Someone should ask. Yeah. <laughs> Did this remind you of Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Yes or no? I she <laughs> saw La La Land. Oh. She I must. Wonder. Like, it was nominated for. Yeah. I wonder if she's in the Academy. She must Probably. be. Because she's nominated. Yeah, true. I mean, I think they're both. Even though she was in Mean Girls, it seems like during their relationship, he had a little bit of a more budding career just because he had an oscar nom Mm. but yeah she's equally like she's in so many things but now i do think they're both like very equally yeah acclaimed actors Mm -hmm. i almost feel like when they first dated they were pretty equal but mean girls definitely skyrocketed her and time traveler's wife too Mm. but i feel like recently he's a little bit more high profile (laughs) but 
she still has that huge rate age not age still has that huge name recognition yeah going on i don't know the family stone so good i love that i love that movie such a good movie she's great yeah she really is a different character in that one too yeah my god She's, like, kind of bitchy. In <laughs> yeah. some movies, she's really sweet yeah. and nice. Yeah. She's, like, Vanessa Hudgens level. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. She seems really sweet, too. Oh. Well, it seems like they're both in good relationships yeah. and have families now, so I'm happy for them, but it is kind of sad. It, too. yeah. No, I think people really just pine for them because of the notebook and, <sighs> like... I totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> you know, they had amazing chemistry. Yeah. That kiss on stage. I know. But I think, you know what? Like, it's one of those relationships where it led them to something else. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. It happens. And it will live on in film forever. True. And that's it. Likely. Thank you, Mel. Likelihood they'll get back together. I'm going to put it. Pretty low. Yeah. Like two percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say three percent. Maybe chance. They're like older. Eighty yeah. years old like the couple in the notebook. I know. <laughs> yeah. It seems slim chances. Yeah. That would be shocking. I don't think even though they got together when they were young, I don't think it's like the movie where like they're pining after like that's yeah. that's a thing in real life. Like sometimes that first love mm-hmm. or young love or whatever, like, it really isn't your big love. Yeah, not always. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thank you, Mel. That is so interesting. I didn't know any of that. So cool. Do you want to tease next episode? Next sure. bonus episode? Our next bonus episode is going to be another story about marriage. Okay. And making a long marriage work. <gasps> and it is between a australian celebrity and the other person is british all right so cool right Brit and an australian cool well, that will be on patreon mm-hmm. next week and just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's listened if you enjoy the show we're told giving five star review helps yes please the algorithm do. and such and if you don't enjoy it don't 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 have don't to. worry about it yeah <laughs> save yourself some time exactly go get yourself a coffee do something else yeah um but we hope you guys have a great week whatever you're going through in your love life mm-hmm. you guys you got this yeah you got it and you're not the first one mm-hmm. and you're beautiful and smart and oh we love you guys we'll get back together next week we'll get back together next week is your heart Shall I come back again? Tell